Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Glory to your name, O oh Father. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father, for your goodness and your mercy on today. Thank you, Abba, for your loving kindness towards us sinners. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. We have found grace in your sight again another morning, Father. Thank you, Father. you father we magnify your holy name because you are worthy oh lord we thank you for all that you've done and yet going to do in our lives oh lord we thank you father for your forgiveness we thank you lord that we have found favor in your sight lord because you woken us up this morning oh lord you spoke to our spirit and you commanded us to arise, O oh Lord, and we thank you. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. We praise and we magnify your holy name, O oh Lord, because you are worthy to be praised, O oh Lord, and we thank you. Father, thank you, Abba. You are worthy, Lord, to be praised, O oh Father. And we say thank you, Abba. Thank you, Daddy God. For without you, Lord, we are nothing. Without you, Father, we are nothing, Lord. And as we go into our study this morning, oh Father, Father God, we ask that you give us understanding of your word, oh Lord. Father, that we may comprehend and understand what the Spirit is speaking to us individually, Lord God. We ask, Father, that you illuminate our hearts and our minds, oh Lord. that we may understand, O oh Father, and that you would give us the ability, Father, to be a doer of your word on today, O oh Lord. Father, for we just don't want to be hearers of your word, but we want to be doers of your word, O oh Lord. And we thank you, Father. We thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Yahweh. 
that we are not just only hearers, listeners of your word, but that you teach us how to be doers. Give us understanding, Father. And if we have sinned against you in thought, in word, in action, or in deed, Lord, we ask for your forgiveness, O Father, on today. We thank you, Father, for the blood of Jesus that washes and cleanses us from all unrighteousness. Thank you for your love, your grace, and your peace, O Father, that transcends all understanding, Lord. We thank you, Father. In the name of your Son, Yeshua HaMashiach, we pray. Amen and amen. Well, good morning, beloved. Good morning to you. And welcome to Women of Grace, a voice in the wilderness, one once again, hallelujah. We are in our study manuals from provided by Harvest Time International Institute, and this manual is called Spiritual Strategies, a spiritual warfare manual, and we are on chapter 15 in our strategy manuals. On yesterday, we talked about, hallelujah, we talked about improper motives. What is your motive? Why do you do what you do? Hallelujah. Is it to, uh, is it out of love? Or is it that you're seeking something in return? Or are you trying to get brownie points with the Lord? What is your attitude? What is your motive? Why you do what you do? Uh, we talked about withdrawal. We talked about discouragement uh, and and depression. All these things, Hallelujah, is 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 injections from the enemy, and that us as believers, we are commanded. The proper thing to do, beloved, is to encourage one another in the faith to encourage our brothers and sisters in the faith hallelujah that if you know of a brother and sister hallelujah that is discouraged despondent hallelujah discouraged hallelujah that is going through difficulties in their lives hallelujah come alongside them be an encourager hallelujah be an encourager for them strengthen them hallelujah speak the word of God to them because this is so important we need to be there for one another and often time beloved we as as in the body of Christ people in the body of Christ we're so focused on ourselves on our ministry on us on what we want on um, making it ourselves, we we're we're self-focused people, and this is not the will of God. We are called to be lovers of Christ. We are lovers if the Great and Holy One lives on the inside of you. So, if you know of anyone that is going through any difficulties in their lives any trials in their lives why don't you why don't you um, bring words of encouragement to them hallelujah 
And glory to God. We are to be encouragers, not discouragers. Encouragers, not discouragers. Glory to God. Well, get your swords in your hand. And we are going to read our article. We're going to read the article, the key verse verses uh, from the article of war. Uh, Articles of War Manuals. Forgive me, I was... um, Letting people know that the Woman of Grace is live right now. From our Articles of War Manuals. And then we're going to get on into the lesson. The Articles of War, the key verses to, uh, from the Articles of War is 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 3 through 5. The 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 3 through 5. It says, For though we walk in the flesh, we do not war after the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds, casting down imaginations and every high thing that exalted itself against the knowledge of God, and bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. That was Second Corinthians chapter 10 verse 3 through 5 today we are picking up hallelujah on having the wrong attitude and emotions wrong attitude and emotions that is on page 187 in our manuals if you have it hallelujah And it reads, Satan causes wrong attitudes towards others. He inserts fiery darts of envy, jealousy, suspicion, unforgiveness, distrust, anger, hatred, intolerance, prejudice, competition, impatience, judging, criticism covetousness and selfishness these are called the fiery darts of the enemy that he desires to inject into the believer's heart even the loss hallelujah have these characteristics with Satan see there is neither hallelujah there is this, the lost hallelujah some of the lost but not all of the lost hallelujah operate in these characteristics hallelujah and with the believer these are darts that Satan throws to penetrate your heart because these are the works of the flesh these are 
characteristics of the old admic nature the fallen nature and and he wants you to be envy and jealous of other people hallelujah and most in the body of Christ within the church and within the the church realm hallelujah are displaying these attitudes and emotions towards one another God is not about competition the Holy Spirit is not about competition competitiveness hallelujah it's about love peace and joy in the Holy Spirit it's about encouraging one another he also tries to cause wrong attitudes of greed discontent pride vanity ego importance arrogance intellectualism intellectualism and self-righteousness all of these are attitudes and character traits of the wicked one wrong attitudes lead to wrong emotions and both stem from your thought from your mind from your heart glory to God and if you are demonstrating any of these characteristics that I just spoke of deliverance must take place for these are not the characteristics of the fruit of the spirit hallelujah the attitudes and emotions render you ineffective in spiritual warfare for example James chapter 4 verse 6 if you would turn to James chapter 4 verse 6 indicates that God resists the proud reading out the amplified it reads but he gives us more and more grace power of the Holy Spirit to meet this evil tendency and all others fully that is why he says God sets himself against the proud and haughty but gives grace continually to the lowly those who are humble enough to receive it see God gives grace unto the humble Proverbs chapter 3 verse 34 reads though he scoffs at the scoffers and scorns the scorners yet he gives his undeserved favor to the low in rank the humble and the afflicted 1st Peter chapter 5 verse 5 likewise you who are younger and of less lesser rank be subject to the elders the ministers and spiritual guides of the church giving them due respect and yielding to their counsel so that its covering cannot possibly be stripped from you with freedom from pride and arrogance toward one another 
he says with freedom from pride and arrogance towards one another for God sets himself against the proud the insolent the overbearing the disdainful the presumptuous the boastful and he gives up opposes frustrates and defeats them but gives grace favor blessing to the humble God gives grace mercy peace to the humble he rejects the haughty he rejects the arrogant he rejects the prideful hallelujah and we as a people of the kingdom should not be displaying these attributes because they're attributes thoughts and characters of Satan hallelujah pride is what uh, pride the spirit of pride is what caused Satan to be kicked out of the kingdom of of God his pride he began to look at his beauty vanity ego importance arrogance all of this are character traits of the enemy he 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 began to focus these things began to develop in his mind in his thoughts to the point that he wanted to he tried to kick God off the throne he wanted to take over not only that he convinced and deceived 3,000 angels over 3,000 angels convinced them and and God kicked them three a third of the heaven of angels was kicked out of heaven with him so we do not want to have these character traits the born again believer hallelujah what I mean by born again is meaning that you have identified yourself in Christ's death his burial and his resurrection through baptism hallelujah you are raised up as a new creature in Christ the Messiah you have a whole new different you are a whole new different person beloved but if you do not feed hallelujah or if you do not feed your spirit man the word of God your soul hallelujah will not receive the nutrients of the word and enabling it to grow and to transform you will remain the same hallelujah I truly believe that when true conversion takes place true conversion I said that you are delivered out of the kingdom of darkness when he says that you must be born again hallelujah there I believe that there is a process beloved that you are born again in your spirit man first 
you are rebirthed but with a new character your spirit hallelujah is regenerated is made alive again and the Holy Spirit comes in and connects itself and fuses itself with your spirit with your spirit to teach you to transform you hallelujah to give you understanding to illuminate your hearts and your mind hallelujah is by the Holy Spirit beloved God himself Christ coming to dwell in you that brings transformation to your heart but if you are not reading the word of God studying the word of God meditating upon the word of God no change can take place rebellion Satan also inserts rebellious thoughts into our mind rebellion is willful disobedience against God's authority turn your swords to Isaiah chapter 14 Isaiah chapter 14 hold your place in verse 12 Isaiah chapter 14 verse 12 rebellion includes self will stubbornness and disobedience rebellion includes self will stubbornness and disobedience and this is why this is important beloved that we must die to ourselves we must align our will with God's will his will must be the the most important thing in our life doing the will of the father and oftentimes it is hard for us to die to our own will when Christ went to the garden of Gethsemane there was a warfare going on beloved and in that garden of Gethsemane he warred with his flesh and in the, in the garden that was the very first place that Christ shed his blood and it was in warfare prayer the enemy was trying to inject in him the horrors and the pain that was ahead giving him this these images where Christ hallelujah was so overwhelmed that he had to go before the father and ask the father if there was another way that man can be saved but he said not my will thy will be done Yahweh's will was the most important thing to him to finish his assignment and the Bible says that he prayed so intensely the war was so great that his sweat became like great drops of blood that was the very first place he shed his blood and it was in warfare prayer hallelujah coming against his flesh the enemy 
was trying to stop him by operating in the flesh hallelujah and sometimes beloved when a fervent the effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man sometimes beloved your prayer can be so fervent fervent is like heat it's like fire hallelujah and you can be so fervent God wants us to be fervent in prayer in warfare hallelujah and I've experienced it beloved I don't know if any of you all have but when you are praying fervently the anointing and the anointing is stirred up in you and you become real hot and you begin to sweat a fervent sexual prayer of a righteous man availeth much hallelujah here it says that let's read it again rebellion includes self-will stubbornness and disobedience remember that rebellion was the original sin of Satan his five statements of I will demonstrated his rebellion let's let's go there now and this is describing how Lucifer became who he is today reading out the Amplified Bible it says how have you fallen from heaven O light bearer a day star son of the morning how you have been cut down to the ground you who weakened and laid low the nations O blasphemous satanic king of Babylon even though Isaiah was addressing a physical king hallelujah this king had the spirit of Satan operating in him so God told Isaiah to speak to the spirit to the satanic entity that was operating in this king the Hebrew for this expression light bearer or shining one is translated Lucifer hallelujah in the Latin and thus translated in the King James Version but because of the association of that name with Satan it is not now used in this and other translations some students feel the application of the name Lucifer to Satan in spite of the long and confident teaching to that effect is Arius the application of the name to Satan has existed since the third century AD and is based on the the supposition that Luke chapter 10 verse 18 is an explanation of Isaiah chapter 14 verse 12 Luke chapter 10 verse 18 says and he said to them I saw Satan falling like lightning a lightning flash from heaven which many authorities believe hallelujah is not true Lucifer the light bearer is the Latin equivalent of the Greek word I can't pronounce this word philophorus p-h-o-s-p-r-o-r-o-s 
which is used as a title of Christ in first second Peter chapter one verse nineteen and and corresponds to that name radiant and brilliant morning star in Revelation uh, Revelations twenty two verse sixteen, a name Jesus called himself. But we know that Jesus, hallelujah, is the Greek uh uh translation of Yeshua. Yeshua is his real name. That is the Hebrew name. Yeshua. Glory to God. It is not Jesus. It was a Greek translated. Hallelujah. But here we are not talking. We're not talking about Yeshua. We're talking about Lucifer, the morning star. Hallelujah. And, and verse 13, and you said in your heart I will ascend to heaven I will exalt my throne above the stars of God I will set upon the mount of assembly in the uttermost north I will ascend above the heights of the clouds I will make myself like the most high Satan wanted to make himself like the most high he said the I will the I will spirit is a way to recognize the operation of Satan through rebellion I will this is why it's important that we die to the flesh to our will God doesn't want to destroy our will hallelujah but our will must not oversee his will we must not take on the attitude that Satan Lucifer had hallelujah which which was brought all this confusion destruction and death on planet earth glory to God because he wanted to be like the most high God turn your swords to Revelation chapter 2 Revelations chapter 2 verse 10 and I tell you beloved it is it is really getting um, scary in this world because there are many gods in the world but there's only one true and living God and that and his name is I am that I am he's the God of Abraham Isaac and Jacob he's the great God that created all things that we can see that we can touch that we can hear he is the great God of the universe he made every solar system and, and beloved there's more than just our Milky Way there are other solar systems other planets the universe is vast and it is wide we're just one small planet within the universe Hallelujah. But there is a God that created everything. Hallelujah. We weren't, there is no, there is, hallelujah. People like to say the evolutionists would like to exclude God out of the picture because of saying that there is no God that created the heavens and the earth and created man. Glory to God. There's one God, and his name is I am that I am. Hallelujah. And Satan would like to have us believe that there is no God. Glory to God. 
but there is one God there's one true and living God and that word that was with God became flesh and his name is Yeshua hallelujah he came to bring he came to he came for the lost he came to heal the sick he came to redeem the lost he came to deliver those that are demon oppressed he came that we may be reconciled back to the father of lights by giving his life in place of ours paying our ransom glory to God and this is why it's so important for the born again believer to know and to understand the works of the enemy the different fiery darts that he used the tactics that he used because he is so subtle Satan is very subtle beloved hallelujah good morning to you sister blue I am so sorry hallelujah my focus was not on hallelujah the uh, computer but good morning to you and God bless you hallelujah we are in our um, we're in the spiritual strategy manuals and we are in chapter 15 of that manual uh, section accusation and condemnation in chapter 15 sister blue turn your swords to revelations chapter 12 and verse 10 revelations chapter 12 and verse 10 it is so important beloved that we we know who how the enemy operates so that we can be effective in spiritual warfare so that we can be effective hallelujah to recognize the enemy to be able to pray and intercede for one another hallelujah properly glory to God see spiritual warfare is not just only about the enemy and knowing the enemy but it's about hallelujah knowing yourself knowing what Christ has delivered you from the different attributes and characteristics of the enemy that we all had before we became born again glory to God but now that you are born again you you can recognize these these fiery darts that Satan tries to, to inject into your heart that you can come against them hallelujah see because we are lovers we are lovers now in the kingdom of God not full of hatred not full of jealousy not with not with the full of the spirit of competition hallelujah not self will not all about self we are about God's kingdom God centered accusations and condemnation Satan is called the accuser of the brethren Revelations chapter 12 I'm sorry Revelations chapter 12 verse 10 beloved I'm sorry Revelations chapter 12 verse 10 it reads out the amplified he says then I heard a strong loud voice in heaven saying now it is come the salvation and the power and the kingdom the dominion 
the reign of our God and the power, the sovereignty, the authority of his Christ, the Messiah. For the accuser of our brethren, he who keeps bringing before God charges against them day and night, has been cast out. Satan is the accuser of the brethren. Turn your swords to Job chapter 1. And we're going to read verses 9 through 11. Hallelujah. Satan is the accuser of the brethren. Glory to God. And he uses people just like God uses people to speak his word. Hallelujah. We must understand that, beloved. Sometimes Satan can have an audible voice. He can reveal himself. Hallelujah. To people. Remember, he wants to be like the Most High God. We must always remember that. That he wants to be like the Most High God. He wants to be like the I Am. So therefore, he's going to perpetrate. He's going to mimic everything that Yahweh does to deceive us. But we must know his tricks, his strategy. Glory to God. We, hallelujah, must, hallelujah, always pray for deliverance. Because as long as we're in this flesh, the flesh was not born again beloved the flesh will is not regenerated the flesh hallelujah has will have no glory in the presence of god we are spiritual beings now that we have been born again we are spiritual beings hallelujah the flesh must die the desires of the flesh must die hallelujah but here in Revelations chap, uh, chapter 12 verse 10 it says that Satan is the accuser of the brother and he accuses the brothers day and night Job chapter 1 verse 9 through 10 hallelujah is proof that when someone falls beloved is not always because they did something hallelujah when you become truly born again hallelujah of what in the spirit you are automatic target when you change your alliance from the kingdom of darkness to the kingdom of light you are an automatic target for the enemy and you don't always have to do something to have hell and havoc in your life Hallelujah. We must understand that and stop judging one another when one fall or something happens. Hallelujah. Something that they did. They got sin in their life. You know, the, the, the friends of Job condemned Job. Satan was using them to condemn Job. Telling him, you must have sinned against God. For all this destruction to come in Job's life, Job didn't do anything. Hallelujah. For in Job chapter 1 verse 9 to 11 reads, Then Satan answered the Lord, Does Job reverently fear God for nothing? God asked Satan, Have he considered Job? Hallelujah. Let's, let's go up a verse. 
verse 8 and the Lord said to Satan have you considered my servant Job that there is none like him on the earth a blameless and upright man one who reverently fears God and abstains from and shuns evil because it is wrong then Satan answered the Lord does Job reverently fear God for nothing have you not put a hedge about him and his house and all that he has on every side you have conferred prosperity and happiness upon him in the work of his hands and his possessions have increased in the land but put forth your hand now and touch all that he has and he will curse you to your face you all see that right Satan told him God because you got a hedge around him I can't touch him you have blessed him you, you are protecting him you are his shield you are his covering and this is the reason why he reverently fears you this is why he worships you he says but if you remove your covering if you remove your hand I guarantee you he's going to curse you in your face Satan challenged God glory to God also in the gospels Jesus told Peter that Satan wanted desire to shift him but Jesus said Peter I have prayed that your faith fail not sometimes God Yahweh would allow the enemy to shift us the trine of your faith hallelujah and oftentimes it's not because of something that you have did it's not because you have sin in your life now when you have unconfessed sin in your life you get, you're giving Satan legal right hallelujah you're giving him a legal right hallelujah to bring Hobbit in your life see because when there's unconfessed sin that, that sin is separating us from our God so to bring reconciliation we must repent ask God for forgiveness and be washed and cleansed in the blood of Christ but Satan is the accuser of the brethren he challenged God hallelujah he sends fiery darts of accusation into your mind makes you feel inferior and condemns you he will give you guilty feelings of shame unworthiness and embarrassment also beloved you will experience these things when you commit sin against God you will have feelings of shame if it's if if hallelujah if it's fleshly related you will feel uh, feelings of shame he would inject feelings of shame in you unworthiness and embarrassment as we read in Genesis chapter 3 that when God came to commune and fellowship with Adam and Eve in the cool of the day that Adam and Eve heard the voice of God and they ran and they hid themselves and this is because they disobeyed God 
sin will cause you hallelujah to run and hide sin brings condemnation it brings shame it brings a feeling of worthlessness and embarrassment and if you have uh, repented and asked God for forgiveness and you're still feeling shame unworthiness and embarrassment then that's the enemy that has injected these thoughts into your mind and your heart and that you need deliverance you, you you need to be washed and cleansed in the blood of Christ and and to read the word of God to strengthen yourself in that area now one good way to tell the difference between the conviction of the Holy Spirit and the condemnation of Satan is to remember that Satan always generalizes let me repeat that verse this this passage he said one good way to tell the difference between the conviction of the Holy Spirit and the condemnation of Satan is to remember that Satan always generalizes for example he speaks into your mind like these you are no good you can never live a Christian life God couldn't love you because you are too great of a sinner. All of these are lies. Yahweh will accept you as you are. He's not waiting for you to get right with God. And these are lies. See, and these are tricks of the enemy that will keep you from receiving salvation. You know, these are examples lies like oh you need to get right before you come to God no that's a lie beloved Jesus died for your sins He's, the word of God said that while you were yet a sinner Christ died for you while you were yet beloved in your sin Christ died for you hallelujah and I know that was over 2000 years ago how can he have done that because he died for past present and future sins so you don't need to get yourself right to come to God come as you are and receive the gift of salvation be washed and cleansed hallelujah be baptized in the spirit and in water hallelujah and, and begin your walk with God God desires to fellowship with you glory to God but Satan likes to inject these thoughts that you are unworthy you ain't good you ain't this and you ain't that the other day last night uh, at the job my face was looking down at the counter I was counting money and a, a young man he came up and he got some beer and he was saying he said something real negative about himself I had to ask him for his birthday. He said, "Yeah, that's the day my mother uh, birthed me, and and he she birthed this evil seed." And I I looked at him and I said, "Don't say that about yourself." He was speaking negative about himself, that he was no good, and and that's an example of how the enemy has his mind thinking that that he's no good. God don't want him. God ain't going to never want you. He's never going to accept you. 
because my mother don't accept me nobody else does it don't say that about yourself honey that, is, that do not say that about yourself you are something you are worth something you know I meet people hallelujah when you know where I work I meet a lot of people every day different personalities different people going through different things many of them are so angry many of them are sad hallelujah and this is because the enemy hallelujah is is injecting thoughts in their mind their minds are captive by satan hallelujah whether they the most of them are most of them are, are so called quote unquote christians they have negative attitudes emotions about themselves and about others hallelujah when the Holy Spirit is convicting you it is pacific when the Holy Spirit is convicting you it is pacific for example he brings to you attention to your attention that you have a problem with anger or dishonesty etc he'll bring that sin before you he will he will name it when you are being convicted by the holy spirit sexual immature in impurity sexual impurity turn your swords hallelujah I want to see if watchman knee had anything to say about revelations chapter 12 verse 10 glory to, in the meantime turn your swords to Matthews chapter 5 hold your place at verse 28 yes he does have a, a something to say about revelation chapter 12 verse 10 and I heard a loud voice in heaven saying now has come the salvation and the power and the kingdom of our God and the authority of his Christ for the accuser of our brothers has been cast down who accuses them before our God day and night the overcoming believers fight against Satan to usher in God's kingdom the Lord taught us to pray for the coming of the kingdom along with our praying for the kingdom's coming we need to fight for it the coming of the kingdom has two aspects the reality of the kingdom which is in the proper church life today and the manifestation of the kingdom in the millennium which will be brought in through the overcoming believers when the manifestation of the kingdom comes the salvation of God will come in full with the kingdom God's salvation has already been manifested to us today but it will come in full in the kingdom age it is the same with the power of God and the authority of his Christ we have participated in God's power and Christ's authority today but our full enjoyment of them will be in the kingdom age the accuser is the devil who accused Job and Joshua and who is now accusing the believers before God 
even today hallelujah even today in our age he accused them day and night turn your swords to Zechariah Zechariah chapter 3 Zechariah is in the Old Testament hallelujah if you do not know is before is right uh, before Malachi before it goes into the New Testament the Zechariah chapter 3 and we're going to read verses 1 and 2 Zechariah chapter 3 verse 1 and 2 hallelujah I'm going to give you some time to turn there hallelujah Zechariah chapter 3 verse 1 to 1 to 2 reads Then the guiding then the guiding angel showed me Joshua the high priest standing before the angel of the Lord You know Joshua was a foreshadow of Christ the Messiah as our high priest hallelujah today the angel of the Lord and Satan standing at Joshua's right hand to be his adversary and to accuse him the Lord said to Satan the Lord rebuke you O Satan even the Lord who now and habitually chooses Jerusalem rebuke you is not this returned captive Joshua a brand plucked out of the fire and if you read on let's read verse 3 now Joshua was, was clothed with filthy garments and was standing before the angel of the Lord the filthy garments represented in the spirits sin verse 4 and he spoke to those who stood before him saying take away the filthy garments from from him and he said to Joshua behold I have caused your your iniquity to pass from you and I will clothe you with rich apparel Joshua was cleansed hallelujah in the presence of the Lord and was given rich apparel see Satan wants to accuse us before God when hallelujah when we are walking upright before him hallelujah we, he is accusing us before God day and night beloved we must understand that especially when we have unconfessed sin in our life that stains our garment and, and this is why it's important that we come before the father confess our sin and the word said that he is faithful and just to forgive us of our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness glory to God Satan is an accuser of the brethren he accuses us before God day and night and especially when we fall into sin have you ever uh, uh, fallen into sin hallelujah and you hear this voice saying you know you ain't no good you feel guilty you feel bad that is the enemy trying to stop you 
from confessing that sin before God he is accusing you before the Lord I see God I told you she wasn't right told you she was going to fall into sin see but when we come and confess our sins before the father the word of God said that he is faithful and just to forgive us of our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness hallelujah the blood of Christ shuts the mouth up of Satan from the accusation and if you continue to read the story of Job you'll find out that Satan used his friends three of them to come to accuse him hallelujah to bring accusation and condemnation now let's go to um, Matthew's chapter 5 verse 28 sexual in in purity sexual impurity Matthews chapter 5 and verse 28 Satan will insert thoughts of sexual impurity lust and mental sexual fantasies Satan will insert thoughts of sexual impurity lust and mental sexual fantasies Jesus said here in Matthew chapter 5 verse 28 out the Amplified but I say to you that everyone who so much as looks at a woman or a man with evil desire for her or him has already committed adultery with her or him in his or her heart that's plain and that's, that's clear y'all he says that if you look upon them to desire them you have already committed adultery in your heart you already committed fornication in your heart dealing with the thought life dealing with the thought life and because this is not being taught in the body of Christ to the young adults that's why there's so much fornication because it's not being taught you don't even have to beloved commit the, the physical act Jesus is saying but if you're looking at this person and you get you have a lust and you're imagining how they would be in bed, you done already committed it in your heart already. Sin begins from the heart before the actual act is committed, is what Christ is saying. And this is why he tells us to guard our heart. For out of it flows the issue of life. Glory to God. Many today. God has. and I, I, You know the Lord delivered me. Hallelujah. Such as some of us. Was some of us beloved. Before we came into the true revelation knowledge of Christ. And how the enemy works. Such a, some of us was such as that way. Having fantasies lusting hallelujah 
sexual impurity uh, lust is one way you can lust after money but sexual impurity is part of lust hallelujah committing fornication such was some of us until Christ came to deliver us hallelujah watchman Nee says concerning verse 28 the law of the old dispensation deals with the outward act of adultery the law of the old dispensation deals with the outward act of adultery whereas the new law of the kingdom deals with the inward motive of the heart a lot of people say that the the, the Ten Commandments was nailed to the cross hallelujah yes the outward act of it but the new law was dealing with the inward motives of the heart for it says that thou should not commit adultery but here we just read out of Matthew chapter 5 verse 28 that you can, can you can commit adultery without even doing the physical act from your heart from your thoughts hallelujah and this is why we are to guard our heart this is why our minds need to be renewed constantly on a constant basis because the enemy will come and try to inject these things in your heart and those that are delivered hallelujah from sexual impurity from the spirit of lust hallelujah they can sense when that spirit comes around them you can tell hallelujah whether a saint is committing adultery or fornication when they come around you with me I'm so sensitive beloved so I'm very sensitive in this area that when someone has committed uh, sexual sin I could pick it up hallelujah I, I pick it up I can sense it and I remember that uh, I'm not going to say the person's name but I was living with someone and I was in the word I was I never look at uh, uh, turn off I never look at any type of movies or even TV series that has sexual acts in them I don't I don't subject myself to that any longer I'm in the word of God constantly reading my word and sometimes when I go to had a roommate I had a roommate and and when that roommate leaves or come in you know I, I knew that they were there but every now and then when I go to sleep at night a spirit an incubus spirit would attack me and I'll begin to dream all this perverse oh lord all this perverseness is impurity sexual impurity mind you I'm not in a relationship and my relationship is with Christ I'm not subjecting myself uh, to any uh, sexuality or on TV or movie series or none of that 
but yet I will be attacked with these things and that's how I know I knew that my uh, roommate just had sex with someone hallelujah you can be that sensitive in the spirit to pick it up hallelujah and this will happen a couple of times until that person came hallelujah came and confessed it to me told me we prayed and all that but yet they still was not delivered from the spirit of lust that spirit was still on them or if you this is another example if you are around hallelujah if you are around somebody that has a spirit of lust you can pick that up glory to God see we can commit sexual sins without even physically doing it from our thoughts and Satan wants to inject sexual impurity lust and mental sexual fantasies into our minds to fantasize about it and we're committing committing it hallelujah and this is why it's important that we protect our heart that we protect our thoughts that we be careful to tear down anything that is contrary to the knowledge of God any fantasies that that may find themselves coming in we got to tear them down tear them down immediately so that they will not take root hallelujah not looking twice somebody said if you see somebody that look good and you look twice you done already committed the sin when you look the second time there's nothing wrong with admiring beauty but when you look a second time and, and it turns into lust then there's a problem hallelujah confusion Satan also causes indecision confusion and frustration in your mind Satan also causes indecision confusion and frustration in your mind when you are confused indecisive and frustrated you obviously cannot be a good Christian soldier because you're focused in that area needs deliverance hallelujah need to tear down those thoughts tormenting thoughts there is a whole category of tormenting thoughts Satan sends into your mind including worry anxiety dread apprehension and nervousness mental torment can also come through an overactive mind that will not shut off or underactive mind that cannot function properly tormented thoughts also include fear Paul speaks of the spirit of fear in 2nd Timothy chapter 1 verse 7 if you would turn your swords to 2nd Timothy chapter 1 verse 7 2nd Timothy chapter 1 and verse 7 and also turn your sword to Hebrews chapter 2 Hebrews chapter 2 hold your place at verse 15 Second Timothy chapter 1 verse 7 reads out the Amplified For God did not give us a spirit of timidity, of cowardness, of craving, and cringing and fawning fear. 
but he has given us a spirit of power and of love and of calm and well-balanced mind and discipline and self-control notice what he names he says God has given us a spirit God has given us a spirit of power and love and calm and well-balanced mind and discipline and self-control and these are all attributes and characteristics of the Holy Spirit Hallelujah. Tormenting thoughts also include fear of death. Second uh, Hebrews chapter 2 verse 15 reads, and also that he might deliver and completely set free all those who through the haunting fear of death were held in bondage throughout the whole course of their lives. the fear of death hallelujah sometimes beloved the enemy hallelujah attacks me with the, the fear of death with fear sometimes beloved we are not exempt from the attack of the enemy it's just that when he tries to come and inject those thoughts that we need to immediately tear them down immediately tear them down watchman knee has this to say about second timothy chapter 1 verse 7 the spirit here denotes our human spirit regenerated and indwelt by the holy spirit for god has not given us a spirit of cowardness to fan and to flame the gift of god is related to our regenerated spirit but of power and of love and of a sober mindedness our, of power refers to our will of love to our emotion and of sober mindedness to our mind for God has not given us a spirit of cowardness but of power and of love and of sober mindedness of power refers to our will of love to our emotions and of sober mindedness to our mind this indicates that having a strong will a loving emotion and a sober mind has very much to do with having a strong spirit for the exercise of the gift of God that is in us which is the Holy Spirit hallelujah we must strengthen our spirit man with the word of God Tormenting thoughts also include bitter memories of events that should be forgiven and forgotten. And I'm sure some of you have heard that people say, oh, I have forgiven, but I haven't forgotten. If you're still remembering it, that is giving Satan a foothold. To bring back those memories to you 
so that you can once again get angry and walk in unforgiveness forgive forgiveness is tied to forgetting forgetting is tied to forgiveness hallelujah when we truly forgive from our hearts beloved we do not remember the offense and the sin that someone committed against us any longer just like God when we come and and we repent and we ask God for forgiveness we confess that sin to him and ask for forgiveness we are washed in the blood of Christ and God remembers our sin no more now are we greater than God some of us think that we are <laughs> when you forgive beloved forget know that hallelujah when you come when you ask when you asking the father when you telling the father father I forgive so and so and so and so for the sins that they committed against me what they have done to me today but I forgive them Lord and I ask you Lord hallelujah that you will wash away the the hurt and the pain that they're caused that I will remember it no more we don't want to give the enemy any type of foothold and remembering someone's offense that is a foothold that the enemy can use to bring tormenting thoughts of, of bitter memories of the past of what someone has done hallelujah and the wound is hashed all over again glory to God you know when you have you ever hurt you or cut yourself and, and when the blood clocks it creates a scab but it's still healing under that scab hallelujah saying this to say that this that when you forgive hallelujah the Lord when you forgive another person's sins or offense a scale is created over that wound but the wound is still being healed hallelujah and this is where we ask God to help us to forget now this is my own analogy you guys this is how I see it that you would ask the Lord to come in and, and begin to heal and wash away the memory hallelujah that you would no longer remember the offense that this person has caused this wound and when it's completely healed when that wound is completely healed the scab falls off automatically by itself hallelujah see sometimes beloved we have to forgive in faith especially when it's something that is, has traumatized our life and hurt us real deeply hallelujah we have to continue to forgive in faith and ask God to heal that wound hallelujah continually forgive and asking God to heal that wound to wash that wound in the blood that it would be healed and that we will remember it no more and when the scale falls off it is complete some sins are easy to forgive and forget and some are not I can admit that to you and I understand that but we got to constantly come in the presence of God and forgive 
if you still feeling animosity towards that person when you uh, come when you see that person face to face hallelujah or when that person calls you you still have that wound that's still being healed and you constantly got to ask God to heal that wound hallelujah until it's completely healed until forgiveness is complete glory to God compromise to compromise is to settle conflicting principles by adjustment the principles of God and Satan are in opposition the principles of God and Satan are in opposition Satan tries to get you to compromise and lower your spiritual principles for example he will tell you it is not easy to be so holy to believe the Bible or liter to believe the Bible literally etc etc Satan will try to get you to compromise your spiritual principles hallelujah wrong mental focus wrong mental focus Satan will constantly try to get your focus on things of the world rather than things of eternal nature here in 1st John chapter 2 verse 15 if you would turn your swords there to 1st John chapter 2 and verse 15 and you know of course I'm going to read that out of the Amplified Bible hallelujah 1st John chapter 2 verse 15 reads out of the Amplified Bible this is a command beloved do not love or cherish the world or the things that are in the world if anyone loves the world love for the father is not in him that's plain and that is clear if anyone loves the world love of the father is not in them Satan will constantly try to get your focus on things of the world rather than things of eternal nature and here it says the word of God says that if you have love for the world beloved the love of the father is not in you this is a command that we are not to cherish or love the world this is a command hallelujah Watchman Nee says do not love the world nor the things in the world if anyone loves the world love for the father is not in him and he has many referen references for this scripture hallelujah let's read verse 16 also he says because all that is in the world hallelujah I want to read this out of the amplified hallelujah first John chapter 2 verse 15 hallelujah read it out the amplified also verse 16 for all that is in the world the lust of the flesh craving for sensual gratification and the lust of the eyes greedy longings of the mind 
and the pride of life assurance in one's own resources or in the uh, stability of earthly things these do not come from the father but are from the world itself and the world passes away and disappears and with it the forbidden cravings the passionate desires the lust of it but he who does the will of God and carries out his purposes in his life abides remains forever if you have love for the world if you're cherishing the world and the things in the world you do not have the love of the father abiding in you you do not love the father the word of God said Jesus said if you love me you will keep my commandments and this is a command love not the world cherish not the world or the things that is in the world and if you have love for the world and the things in the world and we learned in verse 7, 16 and 17 verse 16 what is in the world what does the world consist of you do not have the love of the Father in you. Hallelujah. A lot of people like to say, they, oh, I know, and especially in their prayer, oh, I, Father, I know that they love you. No. Jesus said, if you love me, you will keep my commandments. And when we are breaking his commandments, when we are yielding to the things of the world, of our flesh, there's no the love of the father is not in us that's what the word of God says hallelujah we love the Lord with all our heart with all our mind with all our strength we will keep his commandments watchman Nee goes on to say that verses 15 through 17 are the development of the word written in verse 13 to the young men I write to you fathers because you know him who is from the beginning. I write to you young men because you have overcome the evil one. I write to you young children because you know the father. He goes on to say the Greek word is used for different things as follows. Hallelujah. It denotes the fallen human race corrupted and ushered by Satan to be the components of his evil world system and this is why we should not love the world because the world is, is, is Satan is the king of the, of the world of the world system hallelujah he says An orderly arrangement, hence an orderly system set up by Satan, the adversary of God, not the earth. The earth does not belong to the enemy, but the world system does, is what he's saying. And we are not to love those things. He said, but the enemy... He said God created man to live on the earth for the fulfillment of his purposes. But his enemy Satan in order to usher the God created man formed an anti-God world system on this earth by his systemizing men with religion, culture, education, industry, commerce, 
entertainment, etc., through men's fallen nature, in their lusts, pleasures, and pursuits, and even in their indulgence in necessities for their living, such as food, clothing, housing, and transportation. The whole of such a satanic system lies in the evil one. Not loving such a world is the ground for overcoming the evil one. Loving it just a little gives the evil one the ground to defeat and occupy us. Literally, the love of the Father, referring to the Father's love within us, which becomes our love toward Him. To love Him with such a love is to love Him with the love with which He has loved us and which is enjoyed by us. He says that the love... He said, love for the Father is not in him. He said, do not love the world, nor the things in the world. If anyone loves the world, love for the Father is not in him. The world is against the Father. The devil is against the Son. And the flesh is against the Spirit. Hallelujah. God bless you as well. You as well, Sister Blue. <clears throat> we are not to love or cherish the things in the world, beloved. At all. Hallelujah. The cares of the world can actually cause the word of God to be ineffective in your life. Read the parable of the sower in Matthew chapter 13, Mark chapter 4, and Luke chapter 8 cares of the world can make you unaware of the short time before the return of Jesus and it can. Many are buying and selling, many are getting married they're doing whatever they want to do and the king's return is getting closer hallelujah. Christ said that the end, end of days will be, the sign of the time will be like it was in the days of Noah. Luke chapter 21 verse 34 reads and take heed to yourselves least at any time your hearts be overcharged with cares of this light and so that day come upon you unawares Satan will occupy your thoughts with materialism rather than with eternal values read the parable of the rich fool in Luke chapter 2 verse 16 to 21 here in 1st Timothy chapter 6 verse 10 it reads for the love of money is the root of all evil which while some coveted after they have erred from the faith and pierced themselves through with many sorrows he says that the love of money is the root of all evil which while some coveted after they have erred from the faith Many leaders and many people in the body of Christ is coveting after money. They are serving the God of mammon. And here it says that they have erred from the faith. They have pierced themselves with many sorrows. Turn your sword to Philippians chapter 3 verse 18 and we'll end with this scripture verse hopefully. 
Philippians chapter 3 verse 18 and 19 we're going to read he said Paul warns there are many who mind worldly things he says in Philippians chapter 3 verse 18 and 19 for there are many of whom I have often told you and now tell you even with tears who walk live as enemies of the cross of Christ the anointed one they are doomed and their faith is eternal misery perdition their God is their stomach their appetites their sensuality and they glory in their shame siding with earthly things and being of their party we must not be so focused on material things beloved earthly things worldly things where we forfeit our soul hallelujah we are citizens hallelujah of the kingdom of God in verse 20 it tells you who you are but we are citizens of the state commonwealth homeland which is in heaven and from it also we we earnestly patiently await the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ the Messiah our Savior he says who will transform and fashion anew the body of our humiliation to conform to and be like the body of his glory and majesty by exerting that power which enables him even to subject everything to himself beloved we must come to that point in our life we must have the mindset that this is not our home and this is not our home then we should not be craving and lusting after material things shouldn't be striving and running and chasing after money our focus should be on eternal things eternal things it is Satan's desire desire to accompany your thoughts with material things with the things of this world that to keep you to keep your focus off of eternal things and and off of the king who is on his way sorry and our last subject is mental conditions if you allow Satan to persist with thoughts of depression, suicide, torment, accusation, etc., it can lead to mental illness. He says, if you allow Satan to persist with thoughts of depression, suicide, torment, accusations, etc., it can lead to mental illness this could include a nervous or mental breakdown and various mentally recognized medically recognized mental conditions Satan can actually possess the mind of unbelievers and backsliders Satan can actually possess the mind of unbelievers and backsliders those who have once known God then turned away from him we will learn more about that in chapter 21 as we continue on in our spiritual strategy manuals father we thank you for the word of God on today we thank you father that you are opening up the eyes of our understanding that we may comprehend and understand what the spirit is saying to us individually Lord we thank you father for the word of truth that comes father to not only make us aware of the tactics of the enemy but father that is equipping us to be able to tear down every stronghold every fiery dart that the enemy sent our way 
Lord, we just ask, oh Father, that you would strengthen us in our spirit, man. Father, that we may be able to stand and have done all to stand, Lord. That we would trust in your word, oh Lord. Father, we thank you, Lord God. Hallelujah, that you are delivering us. Hallelujah, from oppression and depression. Father, that when we repent, you're washing our minds in the blood of Christ. We thank you, Father, for your word on today. We thank you, Lord, that you are causing us to turn our attentions to you. And you said in your word, Father, that we have love for the world and the things that are in this world. That we do not have love for you, O oh Lord. Father, we want to love you with all our heart, with all our soul, with all our strength, and with all our mind, our intelligence. Father, we want to focus our attention on spiritual things, on eternal things, O oh Lord. Help us to take our focus off of uh, things that will perish, earthly things that are, are going to perish when the King returns. We thank you, Father, that we are brides that are preparing ourselves for the King's return. We thank you, Father. In the name of your Son, Yeshua HaMashiach, we pray. And amen and amen. Well, beloved, I have finally got a schedule down. We will meet every Monday, Wednesday, Friday and Saturday, hallelujah, Monday, Monday, Wednesday, Friday at 7.30 a.m. That's Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at 7.30 a.m. Pacific Time. And on Saturdays, we meet at 10.30 a.m., hallelujah, for our regular study. But throughout this week, we were going to go into knowing the voice of God or learning the voice of God. But the Holy Spirit directed me back to spiritual strategies. We must know our enemy. We must know his tactics, his tricks, his ploys, his, his, um, his um, darts. We must know the subtlety and how he operates so that we will be able to recognize who the voice of God. See, because the enemy can perpetrate himself as the voice of God. But if we do not know the enemy's tactics and how he operates, then we will be deceived. Hallelujah. Because he, he sometimes uses the word of God, beloved. The enemy sometimes uses the very word of God to deceive people. On uh, Friday, on Friday, we will pick up on spiritual counter strategies, victory in the mind. On Friday, we will pick up on that subject on Friday, beloved. Well, may God bless you. May God keep you. May God's face shine upon you as you continue to seek his face by sitting at his feet and learning from him until Friday morning God bless you and Shalom
hallelujah, for those who called in to talk you. Hallelujah, the enemy is real slick. He shut down the internet during the whole entire teaching. Hallelujah, so that those that call in couldn't receive it. But I am going to upload the lesson on talk shoe. Hallelujah, for those that have missed it. God bless you.